filled with teaching, truths and issues that matter. Bernie Diamond's A Different Perspective, part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, as we do on a Thursday, always good to check in with Family Voice Australia. Greg Bondar is State Director for New South Wales and the ACT. Hey, Greg, special welcome back to 2020. Yeah, thank you, Neil. Greg, let's let me just first of all say I mentioned uh, flood disaster, uh, the <laughs> east coast of Australia. Uh, I'm sitting in southeast Queensland. You are in Sydney, and uh, thunderstorms overhead. What's happening in yeah. your community? Yeah, thank you. No, just about the hit. I think they're talking about the rain bomb, and uh, that could well come any time. But uh, I'm f- keeping my fingers crossed, uh, Neil. And uh, if we're disconnected, then uh, I wish you well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be listening for that thunder overhead. Yeah. Hey, Greg, there is what I would think is almost a uh, you know a, a, a devastating uh, thing to talk about first today. And there is news, and some listeners might have caught it, but there has uh, uh, what's come from the Supreme Court in New South Wales, a winding up order to dissolve Fred Nile's Christian Democratic Party. And listeners will know that we've been talking about this uh, significantly for the past year, and there were all sorts of plans uh, for renewal that were going to go on in the Christian Democratic Party. Then it emerged. There was all sorts of ructions within the party, and uh, then uh, courts uh, called to be able to try and resolve disputes uh, between some battling players within the party. Now, uh, Greg, you have had a long association. In fact, in different times past, you've held basically offices in every uh, dimension of the Christian Democratic Party. And I just wanted to set that up as we uh, get your thoughts here. But uh, you've heard the news, uh, the Fred Nile Christian Democratic Party it gets to be wound up. What's, uh, uh, what are your Neil, thoughts? Yeah. Now, it's a sad day. It really is a sad day for Christians, for Christian politics, and indeed a sad day for Fred Nile, um, who, uh, as you know, is the longest-serving member of the New South Wales Parliament. Uh, as you know, if, uh, if, if you did already, um, the Christian Democratic Party came out of the call to Australia back in 1977, Interestingly, the year I got married, uh, I was only a boy then, Neil. Yeah, of course. Then, in 1981, Fred was elected to the New South Wales Parliament. Interestingly, 1981 was the my firstborn son, and so there's a lot of connections to me here. Yeah. Then on yesterday, then on the 1st of March, my birthday, Neil, uh, Justice Black decided to to now wind up the party. Now, it's been ongoing, long and convoluted. Neil, it's a really sad day. Now, as you know, I've been a member of the party. I've been a candidate of the party. I was the New South Wales State Director. I was the Federal Director of the Christian Democratic Party. These are some some time ago. Um, And I know what it can do and what it should be doing. But unfortunately, Neil, you know, Mark 3.25 from the Bible comes to mind. A house divided against itself, cannot stand. And interestingly, Abe Lincoln said the same thing on June 16, 1858. If a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. So I cannot understand how Christians 
in the name of God can behave in such a manner. I'm not taking sides. I'm looking at situation rather than the people. And I think, now one of the saddest things for Australian politics is that, unfortunately, the Christian Democratic Party is dead in the water. To try and get another party up and running before the federal election is just not going to happen. And then don't forget, next year we've got the uh, New South Wales state election. So everything's under pressure. It's a sad day for Christians and for politics in Australia now. So a mess in the Christian Democratic Party and uh, the judge basically saying it's unworkable, uh, the party's constitution uh, not workable and therefore winding up the party is uh, what he has ordered. And, uh, and of course, uh, people say, well, 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 what now? So you've had these, uh, this division, uh, polarised taking sides in the party, uh, and now the party's wound up and sort of no one wins in all of that. Uh, there's no winners here, but I imagine that there'll be some who will be saying, how do we get this thing uh, back to a functional way of being an influence in Australian politics, and no doubt a new entity will be somewhere in the thinking for the future. Any thoughts here about what happens after a judgment like that? Yeah, well, interestingly, Neil, look, Justice Black, and I've read the, the full judgment uh, uh, yesterday, um, the, the, the parties were given up till 4pm to the 7th of March to come together and maybe they can save the party, but that's not going to happen. They are antagonistic. They, they are just out there to destroy each other. So the point I'm making here is that the... Uh, Christian Democratic Party has reached a stage of no return. In fact, now it's crossed the Rubicon. Uh, it, there's no turning back. So what we, ne- we are not now left with is a political party that's going to cease to exist. You have Fred who will stay in, 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 the, in the parliament until the elections in 2023, but there is no infrastructure behind him. There's no party that can support the the, the, the re-election of Fred or whoever else it may be. And as a result, we have now lost a Christian representation in Parliament. Now, I know there are a lot of other parties looking at it. Uh, I know in South Australia you've got Family First looking, which tends to be a, a Christian conservative uh, voice. But, Neil, here in New South Wales and Australia-wide, really, the Christian Democratic Party cannot save itself. I think the die has been cast, Neil, and, uh, uh, and I think there will be a lot of talk behind closed doors as to what we do next. My view is there will be a new party coming up. Whatever that may look like is yet to be seen now. Well, I imagine Fred Nile will now be considered to be an independent in the upper house seat that he holds in New South Wales Parliament. And uh, I feel for Fred Nile here. I like Fred Nile. Of course, uh, there's been a polarisation on, on that for uh, for decades. Uh, either you love Fred or you hate him in, in that mm. sense. But uh, I like Fred Nile, and he's certainly always mm. been someone who's stood for righteousness mm. and justice, done so many good things, and uh, had that uh, never been ashamed at all to wear that Christian label so loudly and so yeah. proudly. So I feel for yeah. Fred Nile, and it looked as though Fred was going to go out on a high. There was a wonderful mm. succession plan in place, but all of this happening yeah. behind the scenes has caused an implosion now of the party, and it will be no more. Uh, that, as you say, a sad day. We'll be looking for a silver lining to a very black cloud, and I imagine we'll have to watch this space to get a, yep. a 
bit more as things come. Just let me ask you here, though, yeah. Greg, given that you've had such a long association with the party in those early years, uh, the thought that there might be believers, uh, and people will be judgmental, you won't be able to stop how people will be feeling about how this has gone this direction, but a call to prayer is a humbling thing, but uh, there's certainly a need for prayer for what's happening with Christian politics in Australia. Um, absolutely, uh, Neil. Look, uh, I know from my days in Parliament in Canberra, when I was working for the Prime Minister and um, now and Fred here in, in um, New South Wales, a week in politics is a long time now. So anything can happen, <laughs> and I've seen it happen. The point we've come to is that we now have Christians. We're going to be without a religious discrimination bill. We've got nothing there that's going to protect us. We now have a party that's defunct. Uh, who is going to stand up and voice the concerns of Christians Australia-wide? And that's a real issue, you know, and I think we need to look at how best we get into the public arena and start saying we are Christians, we vote, we have a voice, and we want to be heard. So, Neil, it's a real issue. I think prayer is the answer. But that said, God will always say to you, I can, you know, God will say you need to do part of the work not just me, and I think there are Christians out there that need, need to rethink how they're going to react to the demise of the Christian Democratic Party. You know, Christians and politics, uh, there are critics of even the crossover and the thought that Christians will be involved in politics, but unless you've got some level of party representation where you've got a, a group of believers who say we will stand for these values these values reflect Christ you've got to be able to have that platform in order to have a voice in the political sphere uh, so uh, there's an encouragement uh, Greg around Christians and the way they might see themselves as invo involved in politics and perhaps there's now more a need than ever that when there is some sort of light on the horizon, some sort of new yep. entity that might uh, be birthed out of this tragedy, uh, that there might be uh, real support coming from uh, Christians all over the country. Any thoughts here about watch this space and get ready to be involved? Yeah, I think you all need to watch this space, Neil. I think, as I said, for the federal election, uh, quite frankly, I'm, I'm actually running a webinar for Family Voice, and we've called the webinar How in God's Name Should I Vote? Uh, we, don't rec we don't tell you how to vote. We say, look at the policy. So that's the situation federally. In New South Wales, with the election coming next year, I think there will be something that will emerge for Christians to cast their uh, vote in terms of a, a, a Christian representative. I don't know how it's going to look like or when it's going to come up, but something needs to come and fill the void now. Okay, well, we'll talk some more about what's happening, no doubt. Hey, we were going to talk about a number of other issues yeah. before that news uh, hijacked uh, where we were going to go. Uh, just uh, let's touch on those issues because uh, they're valuable ones to talk about. We were going to say how many babies died in the womb in 2021 because there's some yeah. statistics out. Let's go through this fairly quickly. Uh, how yep. do you, how do you, uh, what do the statistics look like? Yeah, look, we've been doing some work on this very quickly, Neil. Look, have a look at these figures. Uh, 8.2 million people died of cancer, 5 million from smoking, 3.5 million from the coronavirus, 1.7 from HIV AIDS, 1.3 from traffic fatalities, 1 million from suicide, which is sad. But guess what? 42.6 million 
died in the safest place in the world, in the wo- in the mother's womb. Now, that is sad. Now, Neil, how can any person justify abortion uh, when it becomes the ultimate form of discrimination, in my view, Neil? Uh, so they're around-the-world figures, uh, but it does affirm what we've said time and again on this program, Greg, that abortion mm. is the major and leading cause of death in the world. And yep. uh, something completely avoidable, and uh, you call it the ultimate form of discrimination too. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it is because, I mean, you know, th- there's so much talk about, you know, let's protect uh, uh, children, let's protect, you know, uh, let's be inclusive, protect the rights of, you know, all sorts of um, uh, LGBTI people, females, males, or whatever it might be. But here we are discriminating, we're killing. I mean, it's just absolutely, you know, indis- you know, it is discrimination of the highest form. And that's why we started at Family Voice a, a, a program called 365 Life Cards. They are little cards that anybody can pick up from our, from our office. We'll send them out to you and you leave them wherever you like. But basically it says that every life matters, Neil. And these are a great way to highlight the issue of abortion in Australia. And I know that there are some Christians who say, why do you keep talking about abortion? Because it is the biggest and most important issue. It is, if you try and compare the issue to anything else that you want to talk about as Christians, recognising that uh, we have life and we have value because we are created in the image and likeness of God, this is the biggest issue in the world. Uh, And and the trend is changing, Neil. In America, they're already starting to reverse a lot of the... Uh, abortion policies uh, in in uh, in America, the various states like Texas, I believe. So it is happening; it's reversing, and I think that that may well be the way it's going to end up running, and that'll be pleasing for all Christians. Okay, three six five life cards, and you're able to get those cards to listeners, or they can download them. Uh, they're going to be free. The Family Voice Australia office and uh, familyvoice.org.au uh, to be able to access those cards and you might want to make use those to make a difference in your own community. Hey, another yeah. quick one to touch on in the USA, something called the Global Respect Act. Uh, what's oh. this about? This is uh, oh, disturbing. Oh, oh, disturbing, all right. If anyone's travelling to the USA, be careful. There is now an act coming before the House of Representatives in the US called the Global Respect Act. And what it says is the Global Respect Act says it will penalise foreign visitors to the United States, now you're ready for it, Neil, who do not subscribe to the radical left's LGBTIQA agenda. In other words, if you're visiting the US and you fail to acknowledge that you support the LGBTIQA agenda, then you could face ridiculous penalties. Wow. I mean, what is the world coming to, really? What, what America's done here is they are prioritising virtual virtue signalling over legislation. This is crazy, Neil. We cannot let this come to Australia. And, and so that affects every Australian who might think of travelling to the United States, uh, maybe some sort of declaration to sign before you actually are let in. Is that the sort of thing you think might be developing yeah, well, here? Well, in point of fact, that it, it, there are more than 70 countries worldwide with a traditional belief system like Australia. In other words, we believe in, you know, um, uh, 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 life, we're pro-life people. And, and, and in that regard, 70 countries. So you're going to have to sign these declarations. If you don't agree, you may well be not have a visa. So this is what's coming. It's being debated in Parliament, in the House of Representatives in America. 
Now this is going to fail, hopefully, because it's going to put all of us at risk if we want to go to the US, if you're a Christian anyway. <laughs> Not much good news in this update today, Greg. No, uh, terrible let's, news. <laughs> uh, let's touch on uh, just one more quick issue. We're yeah. time running out. A Finnish MP uh, facing criminal charges for posting a Bible tweet. Uh, what's the story here? Yeah, so I've mentioned this before, I think, but the problem here is that it's now been heard in the court in Finland. The, the, the Finnish parliament, uh, parliamentarian, uh, made a tweet uh, expressing her uh, belief in marriage and sexuality. Uh, look, she's a medical doctor, a mother of five, a grandmother of seven, and she was accused now, which brings tears to my eyes, she was, she was accused of tweeting hate speech. Now, for goodness sake, this is not just an issue for Finland. Now, it's an issue for everyone globally because it impacts our religious freedom, our free speech, and we are being attacked. So, look, we've got to make sure that Christians who keep silent on controversial issues makes the space for freedom of speech narrow, Neil. So we've got to speak up because this is just sad and it affects each and every one of us. You've got a big webinar coming up next Tuesday night. That'll be the 8th of March. Uh, the Honourable John Anderson, former Deputy Prime Minister, is going to be your special guest. Uh, what's he talking about, Greg? Yes, John's going to talk about Western civilization. It's, it's important for family, freedom and faith. Now, I know John quite well. Uh, in Parliament, we had met a few times. The issue here is that we need to make sure that our traditional Judeo-Christian values are intact and no better person to talk about than, than the Honourable John Anderson now. And Greg, let me point listeners to how they can connect with that webinar and uh, for those little cards we were talking about earlier, no doubt there are other campaigns and listeners uh, will know the reputation of Family Voice Australia and might want to get on board with some of the things that you are campaigning about. Familyvoice.org.au That's familyvoice.org.au Greg Bondar is Family Voice Australia State Director for New South Wales and the ACT. Greg, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, and bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 